Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Shea. Welcome to my podcast, Shaycation, Living the Abundant Life, where we will encourage and empower each other to live the full life in Christ. You know, life with God is a trip. What we believe about his goodness determines how great of a trip your life can be. Join me on my Shaycation and let's have a blast on this trip with God that we call life. I'm really excited about today's Shaycation. Today we are going to go on a deep dive. A deep dive is when we will explore more of God's truth, His word, His will for our lives on various more serious subject matters. So join me on this deep dive. Let's jump in. I'm really happy to have my good friend Debbie Hancock back with me today. Debbie is the founder and president of Compassion to Act. That is a faith-based ministry on the front lines of confronting modern-day slavery. They are hands-on approach to liberating women. They go into the clubs, on the streets. They build safe relationships with the women so that they can find freedom. They command rescue operations and short-term emergency safe houses and outreaches. And the women are really being set free through this amazing ministry. So, Debbie, welcome back. Thank you. It's, Thank you for having me back. Yeah, we had I'm so surprised much. you asked me back again. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> You know, we had so much fun in our previous podcast talking about your journey with the Lord and um, how you first became, a, when you first became a Christian and how God's hand was just on you. It is just so fascinating to me how at the age of 30, you come to know the Lord and then to today, which it hasn't been that long, today you are the founder of a sex trafficking ministry and your journey with God has been really cool. So let's pick up where we left off from our previous podcast okay. and just talk about that journey with God. How did you get from from there to here? Two extremes, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And God works quickly because yes. it's not like you, you know, were raised in a church and you knew you, you know, gave your life to Christ at the age of five, like a lot of people do, and they have right. this assumption that, well, you know, I'm you know, I'm too old for ministry or, you right. know, I have a family and I'm too busy or whatever. Right. Like God can can pick you, choose you, call you, anoint you, appoint you whenever he chooses. Right. All we have to do is say yes. So and tell it's me. never too late. No. It's never too late. Tell me your yes. So, okay. So when, so when I became a Christian at 30, um, it was a very quick thing for me because I felt like God was saying, okay, girl, let's get to work. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I knew, and I didn't even know what I was saying yes to. I knew I wanted everything that God died to give me. And I didn't really even understand what that meant. But I remember I, not long, maybe four or five months after being a Christian, I was at a conference. And I remember one of my friends was getting prayer. And I remember praying for her. And as I was praying for her, I started speaking in tongues as I was praying and interceding for her. Wow. And I didn't even know what, I didn't know the Christian terms or the Christianese of mm -hmm. any of that. Um, so I just knew that I needed to pray for her and that just came out. And I remember when I told her, she was so honored. She said, you got your prayer language. And I was like, what's that? Like, I didn't really even know. And so I had it all along, but I really didn't know the power it had. Mm -hmm. I really didn't know what you do with it. Like when you have it and there would be times periodically 
from that time and from the time we moved to Charlotte that I would pray sometimes like that, but it wasn't a normal thing. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel abnormal to me. I just didn't know how to use it. And which is, you know, when we were talking in our previous podcast, how all of that, I just didn't understand what was happening to me really. Mm -hmm. Right. And, but I, I wasn't afraid of it. I just was ready to have all of it. And I wanted to know what it was. And I remember, um, you know, just, taking one step at a time, learning, you know, who God is and how he, how he takes us and how he's so gentle and how he takes us. He, 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 he takes us and shows us when we're ready and mm-hmm. when it's time. And he does it in such a, a gracious way. And it doesn't mean he'd ever ask us to step out in things and it can be scary, but he always is gracious in how he allows us. He, he goes with the flow with us. Like mm-hmm. he follows us, like as you are learning and as you're exploring it and as you're walking in it, he'll give you more and more and more mm-hmm. to teach you how, just like we teach our children how to walk. Right. You know, we teach our little babies how to walk and, and we're, you know, help them walk until they can walk on their own. Mm-hmm. And that's really what the Lord did, did for me and is continuing to do for me because I realized that in my life I had a lot of fear even though God was taking me to these new places and I was learning who I was and who my identity was, I was still very afraid. I was very afraid of, not of the gifts, but afraid of what if God does everything he's promised? Oh, that's what good. if he takes me to these places? What if he really does say, I'm doing this in your life for a purpose and I'm going to let you do it. It was almost being afraid of what if he does, mm-hmm. you know, and you and I have had this conversation about fear and you have had the fear. What if God does do it? And I've had the fear. What if I screw it up? What, you know, so we have, so fear is just such an ugly weapon of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And God says, you know, I do not give you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and of sound mind. That's in second Timothy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's like really having that awareness that, you know, fear is not of God. And first John in first John four, it says, um, perfect love casts out fear. So it's, you know, just getting that revelation of God's perfect love and understanding that he is a good father and he gives good gifts and he is gentle and, and loving and forgiving when we do, you Thank know, God for that. screw up. But right. what would you say? Because I believe, and I know in ministering to women and speaking to groups, the Holy Spirit is really stirring up a hunger for more yes. of Him. Yes. And it is just building, building, and building. And I'm, I'm feeling that right now. And what would you say to our listeners who are uh, out there right now saying, I know that there's more of God. I, there's got to be more than just this. But maybe they're not in a church that believes in spiritual gifts. Or maybe they don't have a community like mm-hmm. you and I have been blessed um, to be a part of where there's just that like-minded um uh, brother and sisterhood, you know, right. that family, um, aspect, what would, what would you say to them? I would tell them, and I'm telling, I would say, ask the Lord to bring those relationships to your life. Mm-hmm. Ask him, God, I want more. Will you bring someone that has that gift? I want more. Would you allow me to, to go to a conference or to even listen to a song that maybe will awaken something in you, um, to be able to find people in your life, even when you don't know where to look. So I'll give you a story Mm -hmm. and this is a story that you're in, but it's a very, it's a very important story. You're in many of my stories. I love me stories. Tell me about me. Always, always. (laughs) Well, it's always about you. Didn't you know that? (laughs) Oh, carry on, carry on. 
We make ourselves laugh way <laughs> too do. much. Hey, shakations yeah. are fun. Yes. So in the class that Lisa was, was teaching, um, once the class wrapped up, and it's A Leader in the Making by Joyce Meyer, it's an amazing book. Not only does it teach you leadership principles, it teaches you kingdom leadership principles because mm -hmm. there's a leadership book on every corner in any time of, and, and in my previous life before Christ, I was a leader in a lot of different things, mm -hmm. but it was a, you know, I was a leader in the world. And when you, uh, when you apply kingdom principles to the leadership principles, you can change the world. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's incredible. And so after this class had ended, I was teaching a Bible study and I had a friend reach out to me and ask me, if I knew anyone who had the gift of healing. Well, this was all of this spiritual, these spiritual gifts, all these things were new to me. And I didn't walk in any of those circles. So I didn't know who the people were. I didn't know, I really didn't have any friends that were that way that I knew of. And so I reached out to you and, um, and I asked Lisa, you know, do you know anyone who has the gift of healing? And Lisa was like, well, you know, I have, you were like, I have some experience in this and, you I know, know some, I may know some people. <laughs> yeah. And I'll let you tell that part of your story. But, um, you know, she was like, let me see what I can do. So we went over to my friend's house, um, her and another, another lady. And we went over and we prayed healing for my friend's back because she was going to need back surgery and she really didn't want to have to have it. And we went over and prayed and we could just feel the tangible presence of the Lord. It was so strong in that home. And, um, and that was really the first time that I had ever seen the spiritual gifts actually put into action mm -hmm. that, that didn't, that it wasn't uncomfortable. It wasn't scary. It was very normal. Mm -hmm. It was like the, the part of the supernatural that's natural, that should be a part of our daily life. And I was like, this is it. This is what I've been praying for. This makes sense to my spirit and it made sense to my mind. It just felt right. And that just began the journey for me to learn that there's a whole other, there was a whole other world mm -hmm. that's not just the people in the church, even though these, all of the people we've met and connected are in churches. Um, it was, it was there are other people that think like me. There are other people that walk like me. I'm not so weird because for so long, the enemy would make me think that I was weird. Right. Or that I was different because I could walk in a room and immediately I could feel depression. Mm. So I would think I'm depressed. Well, I'm not depressed. The Lord's showing me there's people in this room that are depressed and you need to pray uh, the life of the, my, my life into them. Mm -hmm. They may never even know that you're doing that, but it's like you can change the atmosphere because of the spirit we right. carry. And what Debbie is talking about, that is the gift of discernment. So there are people who just can walk into a room and they know, they just know, oh, I feel this or I'm sensing that. You are a feeler, which we call a feeler, yeah. and you actually get the feeling I do. That's it. Like you can feel what other people mm -hmm. are feeling, which can be very, that can be very unnerving if you aren't aware that, oh my goodness, this is my, a spiritual gift of mine. So it's like, if you are feeling great and you walk into a, a room or an environment and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I feel really blah or, you know, depressed or angry or whatever. Or you feel it, pain that you didn't have when you walked in. It could even be right. that. Ask the Lord, is this me? Or are you showing me something about someone else? Because as the carrier of the Holy Spirit, as the temple of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. you have that power to take authority over that, right. um, over whatever it is that's going on in there. Right. But, and then there are people who are seers. You may see things, you know, there's, 
there's a lot more to this, you know, to, to mm -hmm. the gifts that God has given us than a lot of people are aware of. But there is a hunger that's out there for people. They're just getting more interested in it. So I, I totally agree with you. Ask God to bring you the right people. Um, now, if you, you may know of people and you can seek them out, you know, pray mm -hmm. first, Lord, if this is someone I'm to connect with, you know, when we ask our father for bread, he does not give us a stone. That's right. So just be, and, and know that this is a prayer God wants to answer a yes to. He wants you connected, divinely connected, like you and I have a divine connection. He wants you to seek the gifts. Yes, he does. And he wants to equip you with the people who will help you with that. So right. ask him to bring them to you. Ask him to, if you feel it's time, you know, to, to change, you know, churches. I'm not saying get up and leave your church. Use wisdom in that. But, you know, ask him where he wants you to be. And you can listen to podcasts. You can go to conferences. We, you and I both did that for many years yes. where it's like we had more of a hunger than what we were, were receiving, but we knew we needed to stay planted where he had us. So we went out and sought the teachings That's right. of other ministries that you know were walking in what we had such a hunger and passion That's right. for. That's so. right. And, and, and doing that, you're not dishonoring your church. No. You're not dishonoring your pastor. You're not dishonoring the people at your church, or it, it's not even that um, it, it doesn't make you better than them if you have this and they don't yet. Right, right. It's just everyone is on their journey and God's guiding us. So as you're learning and as God is pouring out, because I do believe if you're listening to this right now, it's because you have a hunger and God is going to pour his spirit upon you mm -hmm. in a way that you've not experienced before. So just know when that happens, um, don't start looking at it that you're better than the people that you're that you're that you're currently surrounded with if they're not there yet right because god may be, be maybe using you to bring them to that place or you know god has you know he he is endless so he has so many opportunities for us right and i have a story about that so prior to becoming a christian i was in a swimming accident and my nose was broken in four places and uh, a friend of mine at the time said, you know what, I'm going to take you. This, this guy at church keeps bothering me. He wants me to come and uh, bring you, or he keeps asking me to come to church. And I told him about your nose. So he really wants his church to pray over you. So, you know, would you just come with me so I can get him off my back? And I was like, all right, fine. Well, I get to this church and they start praying in tongues over me. And I, like, I didn't freak out to them, but I got in the car and I freaked. And I'm like, those people are crazy. I don't know what that was. Don't ever, ever take me to there again, blah, right. blah, blah. I mean, I had this huge rampage of, you know, I was like, absolutely no, no way to make a long story shorter. Because <laughs> you know me. Um, I'm in the hospital and they brought me food prior to my surgery, which you're not supposed to eat before. Well, there happened to be two Lisa Thompsons in the hospital that day, and they brought me the other girl's breakfast. What are the I chances? was just about to take a bite when my mom had walked in the room and was like, "Don't you dare eat that. You're not supposed to, you're supposed to have an empty stomach." I didn't know. I was hungry. So, go thinking now, what did those people pray over me? You know, they prayed the will of God over my life. They probably prayed protection for me. That's how I choose to look at it. Yes. But also the humor that God has. At first, I freaked out way back then. Then I become a Christian. I get filled with the Holy Spirit. And so it's just, you know, you just don't know where people are in their journey. And don't take offense when people, and you know, look at you and say, 
you know, I don't know what's going on with you, but that's wrong. And don't be prideful. That's really good because that mm -hmm. is a trap. And, and I've fallen into that before too, mm -hmm. where it's like, how can you not see this? Or how can you not believe this? And don't we read the same Bible and, and all of that. And it's really just understanding and trusting, you know mm -hmm. what, they, they are on their journey with God. That's right. And so I agree with that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Going back to the story about your friend with the back, I remember that um, night specifically because here I am praying. We're praying for healing. I believe that God heals. I, you know, Jehovah Rapha, and by his stripes, by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. I believe in, in all of that. So anytime we had an opportunity to go to, you know, to, to pray for someone, I was on board. Yes. My friends and I, we would joke around heels on, or, yeah, heels on wheels. Oh, yes. My, in my yes. cool minivan. But um, I remember I had a vision and I don't always have visions. Again, God will speak to us all different ways, all different times. And, and, and I remember praying and I said, I see four angels on the four corners of your property. Mm -hmm. And the husband like broke down because he said he had prayed that morning, God surround my home with your angels. That's right. So here he prayed it, I saw it. It confirmed that God heard his prayers. That's right. Now, again, I'm not someone who gets visions all the time, but I took a step of faith. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try. I'll just mm -hmm. throw this out there and mm -hmm. hopefully it's God and it'll bless you. That's and it right. really ministered to this man. So not only did we go and pray for her, but her husband was ministered That's to right. as well that night. That's and right. so that was really cool. Yes. And, you know, and one of the things about this, you know, we're talking a lot about different things that maybe you don't know about the the viewers that are listening that mm -hmm. they may not know what these meanings or what prophecy is or what discernment is and uh you know don't get overwhelmed in those things if you don't know allow god to teach you and allow god to bring those people to you to to teach you those things because it's there's grace in this and we have a whole lifetime to learn yes and we have a whole lifetime to explore with god and for him to teach us things and everyone's journey looks different mm -hmm. so you know the things that we're talking about just you know ask the lord what he has for you because he has great and beautiful things for you too and in the pod in the podcast show notes i will list uh, a book that has been so helpful to me it's a Der by derek prince mm -hmm. um the gifts of the holy spirit yes. which will break down every gift so i will have that link uh, just go to lisashayministries.com under show notes and there'll be a link for that yeah. there so that you can start on your journey with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so here you are now you're, now you're rolling in it. You, you're starting to get connected with people who are of like-mindedness yes. and they, they love you. They care about you. They believe in, in the gifts and in you, and they want you to utilize the gifts. Then what does God do in your life? Well, um, one of the things that he does is I start leading the prayer team at my church, mm -hmm. which was really funny because I never would have seen myself in that way. And we had a lot of amazing gifted people in our prayer team and I felt way out of my league. Like even though I was taking steps to really step out into who I was, I still had a long way to go in that. And so I felt way out of my league, but I was like, God, I'm not going to live in fear. You've called me to do this and I'm going to do it. So I was able to take everything I learned from the Joyce Meyer leader in the making. I was able to take my years of leadership from, you know, my pre-Christian life. And I was able to apply those things as I was walking in um, to lead the team. And so I did that for a while. And then a crazy thing happened. I was at a conference and there was a, a lady named Heidi Baker 
who was, um, you know, she's just this mm. amazing, amazing Love her. creature, amazing person. She, they call her the Mother Teresa of Mozambique because mm -hmm. she is adopted and she's radical and she loves God and she's just, she's just amazing. And she was at the front of the church and she was like, tell God what you want. And, you know, we, in, in my life, and I, you know, I haven't talked a lot about my whole story, but one of the parts of my life is, you know, after I became a Christian, um, there were a lot of people who were in crisis that would come and live with us. Um, we had a little girl live with us that um, we uh, thought we were going to adopt. Um, she was in a crisis, like the Lord was setting me up way before I really knew mm. that my purpose in life was what it is. And she, she came and lived with us. We had ladies who had, were in a domestic violence situation in our church and they would come and live with us. Like we just had different people. Like our house was like an open door back then. It was so different. You know, it's just crazy how that was. And, um, as that was happening, um, I always knew, even though I was leading a prayer team, I was leading a Bible study, I was a spirit filled believer, all those things. I always felt like there was more, like I felt like God had more for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I remember when this hap this event happened, we were at Heidi Baker and I was with one of my friends and um, Heidi Baker was like, tell God what you want. And I, I remember just like, God, I want more. You know, I really want to, I want more. What I have, I'm, I'm happy and I'm content, but I want more. So you can still be content in your life, but still want more, mm -hmm. you know? And um, my friend um, said, hey, do you want to start a human trafficking ministry with me? And I said, yes, here, I find this in my life a lot. I say yes to stuff, but I have no idea what I'm saying yes to. I must be Can really dumb. I have dumb. a million dollars? Sure. I'll write you a check Thanks. right now. Thank you. It will bounce, but I will write you one. <laughs> it will really bounce. <laughs> Immediately it will bounce. But, um, so, um, I was like, sure. Well, I didn't really even know what human trafficking was. Mm -hmm. I thought like I liked my friend and I thought, well, this will be fun. But at the same time, I never wanted to be the person out front. I never wanted to be the person to speak. I never wanted to be the person to lead an organization. I just wanted to be the helper, you know, and that's hilarious too, because now I'm the leader of the organization and I'm speak all over the place, you know, mm -hmm. and do a lot of different things. So the Lord really has had to teach me how to do a lot of that. Um, but when I said yes to this, I remember we sat at Panera Bread um, for eight hours um, at a day, and we came up with a name and the mission statement, and that's how it happened. That's how wow. it started. And so we didn't, and then we started learning about human trafficking, which we can go into all of that, but, you know, human trafficking is epidemic, especially in our city. And we thought when we first started that we were going to help children maybe in other countries, like raise money for them or whatever. But then we realized that Charlotte's the number one city in North Carolina in its epidemic. Mm -hmm. And we had to clean up, we have to clean up our own city before we can go and rescue other cities. And so ever since 2013, that's been our plight. And that's been what we've been doing is helping women heal and restore and taking our city back for Christ. That's wonderful. Well, that is an amazing journey, and we're not finished yet. We're going to continue with um, the following podcast. But thank you so much for spending the time with us thank today. You. And could you just pray for those 
people out there, our listeners, our friends on this Shaycation, today's deep dive, would you just pray for them that God would bring them the people that they mm -hmm. need in their life for whether it's to help them walk in their gifts or to walk alongside them in ministry um, and whatever the Holy Spirit puts okay. on your heart because you are a prophetic voice. And so if you would just pray for our listeners, yes. I would be honored. I would love that. Jesus, we thank you that you are faithful, God. And I just ask you right now that every person listening to this podcast will we'll take that deep truth of who you are, that you are faithful and that all of the needs and desires that you have to go deeper with God, to go into those next places with God, to experience him in a new way. God is faithful to do that because he wants you to know him. He wants you to know him in a deeper way. He wants to lavishly pour his gifts upon you because when you were in, before you were in your mother's womb, he put those gifts in there. And now he's saying, daughter, son, it's time to, 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 to open the gifts that I have for you. And God, I just ask right now that there will be a peace in this. There will be no striving in this, that the Lord will graciously open these gifts. He will bring people to you that maybe people that you didn't even expect were even walking in this way that maybe it's the person in the grocery store or maybe it's your doctor or maybe it's you know someone in the gym that is actually walking in the spirit and you didn't even know it mm -hmm. and now you'll have an understanding of that i also pray for dreams for every person here, I pray that you will have dreams that God will speak to you. Have a journal next to your bed and get ready to write down what he has for you because he has great and mighty things for you. And he has a purpose and a call and a destiny for every person listening. He wants to heal your body. He wants to heal your mind. He wants to heal your spirit. And he wants to do the, he wants you to live the abundant life. He wants you to live in all of the things that he died to give you. So take it now, take everything he has for you and just let him in and let him love you in a deep, powerful way. In Jesus name, amen. Amen. Thanks again, Debbie. Thank you. You can find any resources mentioned in my podcast by going to lisasheaministries.com. Click on podcast and look for the show notes where we'll have links for resources to help you continue on this trip called life.